Hi guys, welcome back to Real Things Podcast. My name is Caitlin. If you haven't already known that or gotten that, then you can go check out the intro or the trailer at the very top. And if you have any insight or you want to give your feedback, you can always email realthingspodcast at gmail.com on any of the topics that I bring up. So for this episode, I wanted to talk about association, which I mentioned in the last episode, um, and how I associate like people with things and objects and like memories, but also with like music. However, I thought it would mean more for me to talk about my inner circle people and like who those people are, why I go and like reach out to those people on a day-to-day basis before I talk about association, just so you can get a full wholehearted understanding of why I associate things with those people. Maybe I can kind of tie association in on this episode as well, but I'll kind of delve more into association on the next episode. So without further ado, I'm just going to go into my inner circle people, which I mentioned in the last episode as being kind of like my gold ring of people that I talk to. It's like the same six or seven people that I know for a fact on a day-to-day basis that I talk to, I care about, and it doesn't mean that I don't care about other people, but they're like my my main people, the main people that I talk to on a day-to-day basis, and I would do anything for. Then there's like this outer ring of people, which is like the silver ring, so like inner circle's gold. Then there's like a little bit of a bigger circle, like the outer ring of the gold one is like the silver, and those are people that I talk to on a regular basis. I make conversation like we seem really close but we don't actually like hang out or um, make plans we just you know carry off or like pick up where we left off and carry on with our day but like it's not like we go out of our way for one another which is totally fine it's normal we have a lot of those people in our life and then we also have the outer ring of the the silver which would be the bronze and in that bronze circle it's just like people that I know they know me like by association or We've had, you know, a past or a history, but I don't talk to those people. I don't, you know, stay in touch with those people. I follow them on social media um, or I know them. They know me by name or like if I'm brought up in a room, um, I'm not necessarily like fond of those people or like the biggest fan of those people. And they're probably not the biggest fan of me or fond of me either, but it's just kind of like, you know, you know them. And then outside of that, bronze circle is just kind of like the gray area of people that I don't know yet and they don't know me. So with that being said, the inner circle, the gold ring of people, which is like the same, I don't know, six to eight people that I talk to on a regular, like regular basis. Like I'm saying like I can probably just talk to that person for hours on end about the most useless things and I enjoy it and they enjoy it for like the most part. But um, I think the first person I want to bring up on this one is a person that I've been friends with longer out of all of my friends and that I talk to more regularly, and that's Abby. Abby is someone that I became friends with, I think it was freshman year of college. Yeah, freshman year because we were in the same, um, we were in the same class together and it was like a freshman orientation kind of class. And Abby is a really important friend to me only because when I met Abby, I didn't like her. A lot of my friends start off, I don't like them. But with Abby, it was like, I don't know. There was something about her that I like kind of knew was there. Like I knew that there was like, you know, a missing link 
to her when I met her. And here, I'll just explain the story. So we were in our dorms. Like, we had to do a mandatory meeting at the very beginning just about, like, emergency procedures, like, questions that people have, like, that kind of thing. So there's, like, 50-plus girls, like, all shoved in one room for this dorm meeting. And Abby's there, and I don't know her, obviously, but it's, like, me and my roommate and, like, like our suite mates or whatever. And, you know, there's, like, the the staff that work at the dorm, they're just telling us, like, okay, the, these are the procedures. And one of the things that they mentioned was, like, you know, we're going to have to check your fridge for alcohol, like, like once every month or whatever for dorm room checks. And I remember Abby asking all these questions. She's like, well, I have a lock on my fridge because... I have, like, a brother that used to, like, just go into my fridge without asking and blah, blah, blah. She would just go on and on. I honestly don't remember what she was saying, but you know how there's that, that one person in the room that won't shut up at, at asking questions and they just keep going and going and you're just like, oh, my God. It's like that kid in class that, like, the teacher never collects the homework that day and, like, you know, you just hope to God that she doesn't collect it because you forgot to do it or you didn't finish it. And then there's that one cl- that one kid or whatever that's just like, hey, so-and-so, or hey, miss, or Mr. So-and-so, did you, like, forget to collect our homework? And everyone just kind of, like, side-eyes that person and it's just like, are you fucking kidding me? We weren't even, like, supposed to mention the homework. Like, you know, it's just, like, that one irritating person. So that was Abby whenever we first met. And she, I think, does or does not remember that. I'll have to ask her next time I see her. But she was that irritating person that everyone was just kind of like, kind of like oh my gosh like are you kidding me like why would you even like keep us here and ask like stupid questions like why can't you just ask at the very end of the meeting like one-on-one but Abby was important to me because I felt bad I was like you know like she has like you know real questions that she's asking and people like my friends like that I was sitting with were like getting annoyed and people behind me were making comments and like normally I kind of get annoyed with people like that but I just felt like particularly bad for Abby and I don't know why it wasn't like I pitied her or anything but like it was just there was something and I've never felt that way about those kind of people ever so fast forward like we're in the same class together and people are still doing the same thing like Abby is sitting by herself she's asking questions and like they're questions that I feel like everyone has but they're just too scared of like too scared to ask so people just make fun of her because she won't shut up So I'm like, whatever. So one day I think I just sat next to Abby and I was like, hey, like come sit next to me or whatever. And so she did. And that was like probably like a few months into her class or like maybe like the first month or whatever. But I was just like, you know, I'm I'm sick and tired of people just making comments. I was like, I'll be your friend. So um, we had a really weird professor for that class. He was really, really odd. I don't really know how to describe him other than like he looked like peewee from like peewee's playhouse or adventures or whatever that show and he looked like a more pear-shaped version of peewee that's what he reminded me of and it was very weird because he was like a pastor of some sort or like he worked at like a church or something i don't know it was he was an odd dude but um anyway abby and i became really good friends and there was one day she was like hey like just come to my dorm before we go to class because I have to grab something or like, let's go hang out in my dorm because why not? And I was like, okay, sure. Why not? So I go to her dorm and like, you know, I walk in, I go sit on the futon. As I'm walking to go sit down on the futon, this is my first time ever being in Abby's room. I'm looking at pictures on the wall and like, you know, whatever. And then I go sit down on the futon and then 
we're talking and she's like so like where did you go to high school and like I tell her and um I don't know really how it came up I don't know if she remembers either but she like we at one point oh no she said that she went to Francistown North and I was like oh my cousin goes there do you know so and so and she's like oh my gosh that's my best friend from high school and sure enough there's pictures of my cousin and her on the wall and it was just so weird to me because I was like how have I never seen you before? I mean, I'm not really close with my cousins, but that that was just so weird to me that like, it was like a feeling that I had that she was like supposed to be like a really good friend of mine or like I knew her in some way. And sure enough, I did. And so Abby, she grew up with like kind of a rough childhood too. And um, not because of like, you know, family stuff as much, but it's definitely a factor. And there was like, you know, health concerns as well. But she is like my, uh, my paired adult friend. She is the person I go to when I have questions about adulting that I don't even know how to answer, but she kind of helps talk my way into things. Or like, if I have a question about like, you know, my credit score or whatever, she is that person that I go to. And she has like those answers, like at, at the ready, like at the snap of my fingers, like she's ready. And, um, I think a lot of people don't give her credit for knowing as much as she does or being like as smart as she is because she is a very um, persistent person. And I think when people like hear her or like they see her or like whatever, they just think that she's just annoying. And she is. I, I hate and I love her at the same time so much. She's like, seriously, I will never, ever drop Abby in my entire life. And it's because she does like she does give me like the blunt information that I need to hear on a like a regular basis. Um, it's like talking to your mom and your mom just gives you the answer and you're like, shut up, just listen to me and what I have to say. Like, that's all I want to that's all I want from you right now. And I will say that to Abby sometimes like I'll call Abby and like she's like probably the last person I go to for like any sort of like boy or friend or family advice because she does just give me the answer and I almost like hate that she does that I'm like how do you just have the answer like no one just has the answer that's not how life works and she's like well just do I'm like no shut up and just listen to me vent or complain or then she'll cut me off with other questions and the most annoying trait about her is that we'll go out to a restaurant we probably like meet up like every few months and just like go get lunch or go get dinner but I can only handle a few hours of Abby, but I love her. I love her. And um, we'll have like birthday exchanges or like we'll have, we have a Christmas exchange that we do every year, like where we go to like Red Lobster or something and we give presents to like one another. So she's going to be a lifelong friend. I know that for a fact, but one of the most annoying traits back to what I was saying is we'll go out or we'll be watching a movie or something. Like she will pick a restaurant. She will pick a movie and she will sit there and she will be on her phone playing Emoji Blitz. It's like Bejeweled, but it's with emojis and they're like Disney emojis. So it's like a Disney version, like emoji of Mickey Mouse or whatever. And she's just sitting there talking to me. And I think it's just like an ADD or ADHD kind of like a side effect. But she just sits there and plays this damn game for like hours on. I'm like, what are you doing? What are you doing? I'm like, can you get off the damn game? And I feel like we're both like basically like mom brains whenever we're together like I feel like I'm not even 20 years old when I'm with her because I just talk about adult things when I'm with her and I do that with a lot of my friends but especially with Abby like we just talk about okay like she got a new car and like whatever 
and we don't have like just stupid conversations majority of the time um but i don't know it's really odd i think so <sighs> anyway that's abby i love abby she's like my go-to for anything i've been friends with her the longest out of all my friends which is you know i think i mentioned or no i did mention this in my last episode i don't have like childhood friends which i think is very weird that i don't have childhood friends because I feel like everybody that I know has childhood friends and I just don't because I never talked to any of my childhood friends um, because I moved in the middle of third grade. But Abby is definitely like the person that I feel like I could have had as a childhood friend and I kind of treat her as if I would assume a, you would treat a childhood friend just like whatever. She's there. She. I feel like I've known her my whole life. But um, yeah, that's Abby. I love her. hate her. think she's annoying, but can't get enough of her. Um, the next person I'm probably going to mention is Claire. Claire is like a little sister to me in all the right ways. So she, I treat her like she's my daughter almost sometimes and she calls me mom and that's like our little inside thing. And, um, I definitely am like the mom friend out of some of my friends and some of my friend groups, like I'm using air quotes for groups because I don't have a friend group, which I also mentioned in the last episode. Um, Claire is someone that I met, I think it was junior year. Yeah, junior year. I need I need my friends here so I can validate this information because I don't know if it's actually true. Um, but yeah, I think it was junior year I met Claire or became really like close with Claire because I was friends with a lot of guys and one of the guys liked Claire, so I tried to like, you know be like the ultimate wing woman and try to like set it up and so I dm'd Claire on my friend's Instagram for him and you know they had a conversation and like she was gonna come over one day for like a wine night or whatever and I was supposed to be there to like you know keep the conversation going and just like make it less awkward because she was bringing a friend too so it was Claire and her friend and then it was my guy friend and me and you know, we were all just, like, talking, like, having a good time, and, like, it actually turned out that Claire and I had a lot more in common than I thought, so I was, like, oh, my God, like, yeah, I love this, like, love this, and, like, we just, like, kind of, like, hit it off a little bit, and then we followed each other on social media, and we were, like, really close, so we got really close and became, like, became really good friends, and that became a problem for me, my guy friend, because he thought that I was choosing her for, over him, which, I mean, I wasn't, but I've also, and I'll mention this later on about three-way re- like relationships or like friendships, like that love triangle effect kind of kicked in and I wasn't really um, close or like talking as closely as I was with Claire with my guy friends. Like I was becoming closer with Claire than I was my guy friend because I initiated like hanging out. She initiated hanging out. It wasn't just like a one-sided friendship. So whatever, it's fine. But, um, Claire, I I think I think I've had the most memories with Claire to date because and like I that's not to say I don't have memories with my other friends too, but she and I had like the most like spiritual experiences. Like I got to go like on late night drives and experience, you know, college life with her and boy drama and, you know, friend drama and we both kind of had a semester when we met where we became like inseparable 
but it was kind of in the worst way. Like she would just, I had my roommate, Abby, who was, as I mentioned in the first like part of this was my really good friend. Abby was my roommate. So Peyton was my roommate, my freshman year. Abby was my roommate for the last three years of my college career, but Abby never lived on campus. So she lived at home, but she got a scholarship from our school, from our universe, university to be like living on campus. So she just, you know, had this money to spend on housing, but she didn't actually live there. If that makes sense. So anyway, Abby lived like five minutes down the road from campus and she worked like two minutes away from her house. So it just made sense for Abby to be home and she liked being home and she wanted to be like be there for her mom and she worked like right next to her house and she like had trouble focusing and studying and stuff. So she just like lived at home and then would drive to campus anyway. So Abby was never really there for like any part of like our college experience. But, um, so freshman year, Peyton was my roommate three years, like the last three years of college, um, or being there, Abby was my roommate. If you're lost, so am I. So it's fine. But anyway, I had people like kind of like as temporary, like roommates, people that had other residences, but they would just come and like stay in Abby's bed because Abby wasn't there. And like, it was just nice to have someone like there kind of. I also liked living alone. It was nice. I got to like do my own thing and not really like worry about like not waking up my roommate or becoming a disturbance or whatever. So Claire was one of those two people that kind of stayed in my room whenever Abby wasn't there and Abby was never there. So Claire kind of resided as like my junior year roommates and you know, we would go on like late night drives and I'm talking like late, like till like 5 a.m. We failed a lot of college courses together (laughs) by not doing anything. We spent so much money on food, like an unreal amount of money on food. And we would go, you know, to parties and social gatherings and like whatever and just have fun. Um, We would drink like whatever. Like it was just, we had a lot of fun and, um, Claire's like my, my have fun, my go-to kind of gal for any of that. And she keeps me young. (laughs) I'm, I say that like, and I'm 23 years old or about to be 23 and she keeps me young. And speaking of, she actually is my one friend that has the same like birthday as me. So legit, like the same month, same day, she's just a year younger than me. So it's crazy to think that you know, we met and became so close so fast and we literally have the same birthday. And I do believe in Zodiac sign like bullshit. So if you don't, I'm sorry, but, um, I have like three of my friends that are Gemini's. Claire is like my main Gemini ho. She is my main go-to for like fun stuff. Like if I want to get like get into some like fun stuff, like I call Claire or like just like, you know, drop everything. Let's go kind of thing. Claire's my go-to, even though she takes, like, five hours to get ready. Um, The second person I want to mention is Mary, only because, or not second, third. The third person I want to mention is Mary because she is related to Claire. She is Claire's little sister. She just turned 19, so she's four years younger than me, but she's also, like, another, like, little sister to me. Like, I kind of, like, adapted into their family 
Um, so Claire and Mary, like, they're sisters, and they are so close, and they get on each other's nerves all the time, too, so it's funny, but at the same time, like, I feel like I'm kind of, like, a part of their family at times, and I definitely feel like I've evolved into their life as, like, a sister of theirs that never, like, was really there, but I feel like I, like, kind of grew up with them, even though I didn't. So, Claire and Mary are definitely, like, my go-tos. Uh, Mary's more of a kind-hearted spirit she's not really like the let's go do this like she she has a different way of thinking than most people and I like that about her I find it very interesting um she is into books and reading and you know she has a really great taste in music so does Claire Claire and Mary are like my music people too and they have very intricate taste in music kind of like I do where it's like we like alternative indie rock but I mean it's just like a combination of those three and I can like listen to all three of those with Claire and Mary but Mary surprises me sometimes because I feel like she doesn't even know her own value and like worth yet and that's kind of interesting to me that she's so humble about it and I love Mary for that and I think she's gonna be an amazing person whatever she does and I think that about all my friends but I don't know there's something special about Mary that I don't quite know yet but I think everyone that knows Mary can kind of agree and even her friends don't give her enough credit I don't think and they don't know what they're missing out on being friends with someone as cool as her so we love Mary um the fourth person so the first was Abby second was Claire third was Mary fourth person I'll probably mention is Reagan Reagan oh where do I begin (laughs) Reagan is my most open friend she is my most like if I want to get into some shit it's Reagan Reagan is my go-to for that kind of stuff but she's like also like I don't know she uh I don't know uh I don't (laughs) I know that anybody that knows Reagan would agree that I don't really know how to describe this bitch she's something else I was just facetiming her earlier earlier this morning and telling her about the podcast and um I definitely want to bring her on just to like talk about like certain things because I definitely think that she is the most open but the most like introspective person that I know and when I when I talk about education stuff I talk about like you know um the education system as a whole and like whatever I definitely like want you guys to hear her insight on things too because she has experience like I do and so does my other a few of my other friends they all are like education majors. Abby is an education major. Um, Allie is an education major. Olivia is an education major. And Reagan, they're all education majors. Um, Claire dropped out of school and Mary is currently in school. But anyway, I'll get into all that stuff later. And um, yeah, so Reagan, hmm. Reagan is my person that I can talk to about, you know, everything, literally everything. Um, I can talk to her openly if I I have questions about, you know, sexual intercourse. I can talk to her about um, the meaning of life. I can talk to her about, you know, tarot readings and zodiac stuff like horoscopes. And she's big into, like, chakras and stones and crystals and, like, you know, all that kind of weird shit. I don't even know. But she is very, like, 
there's a lot of viewpoints from Reagan that I like to talk to her about and like she kind of lessens or like brings my worry down about certain things when she talks about things like she came over the other day for example just to prove what kind of friend Reagan is she came over the other day to do a tarot reading and to do a chakra like realignment I guess you would say and she put like stones like different colored stones all up like like my body while I was laying down and she like you know, had me meditate for a minute. I was like, what the hell am I doing? I'm just sitting there like laying down with stones, like on my forehead, on my chest, on my hair. Um, yeah. Anyway, (laughs) Reagan is definitely someone that you, you want to get into some shit. And like, she's that kind of person, like where literally I will go into a parking lot with Reagan and we'll kind of like start it off and I'll be like, this castle is in and like we'll both start screaming unacceptable condition, like screaming this. And it's, you know, she's the only person I could probably do that with where they won't get embarrassed. Like she does not, she has no shame and I love it. We love to see it. Um, yeah, she's like my no shame best friend. I love her. So that's Reagan for you. Um, the next person I'm going to mention is Olivia. So, Olivia, uh, I love her too. So, when we, me and Olivia, we work together. Actually, me, Reagan, Olivia, and Allie all work together in, like, the same place. We worked at an elementary school, like, an after-school before program, like, it's called Vacation Station. Um, We worked there together, um, all at different times, like, on and off, but we all, like, knew each other. We're not, like, a friend group, per se, but if I were to have a friend group to this day, it would kind of be, like, all of us together. And we're all education majors. Abby is too, but she doesn't really like fit with that group or that style. She just kind of does her own thing. But anyway, I think with Reagan, Olivia, Allie, um, we all kind of just have like the same perspectives, but also different like thoughts about the education system. So Olivia is that person where I met her and like she kind of, intimidated me at first and I think I kind of intimidated her and we didn't really like spark or anything at first either we just kind of floated or like we're in living in parallel like we didn't do anything together until about I don't even know when she started working with us but um I want to say like three to five months down the line we became like there was like a spark or something happened where we like we started talking we kind of became closer and sure enough, like we became really close friends, but she's also the kind of person where she doesn't like to, I'm a very intense person as I've mentioned in the last episode and I take my friendships like to a whole new level so fast. Like once I start to get along with you and like, I kind of like see what you're about and I like it and like, I kind of vibe with it. I just like, I'm like a leech. Like I, like I latch on for dear life and I just kind of like, whatever it's, it's a lot. And I know that. Olivia is not one of those people. Olivia likes to just kind of, she wants and like, she's there for like attention when she wants and needs it. She doesn't like constantly need attention. She also is totally fine being by herself and it's very different for me. I don't know a lot of people like that, but I respect it and I think it's interesting. Um, Olivia lives with three guys And I know all of them. They're really cool dudes. And I'm really good friends with two of them because I went to school with them as well. 
And one of them actually worked with us at Vacation Station as well. We were, like, really close. And so Olivia, like, met through him. And, like, I think when they decided they were all going to live together, because Olivia, I had already gotten an apartment at that point in time, but Olivia was looking for a place to live. And so then she and this guy that we were all working with together, and, like, I knew since, like, college or whatever, got him the job there. They were living together, so I became really close with Olivia. Well, Olivia is definitely, like I said, not the person to, like, ever really reach out and be like, hey, do you want to do this? Hey, we should go do this. Like, she doesn't like being um, embarrassing, if that makes sense. She doesn't like kind of, like, jumping out there. She's very kind of, like, in introverted and like shy and like to herself I guess you would say but she has her moments where she can be like super extroverted and I'm like where did that even come from so I don't know we're here for it and then she has times where she's like uh she's a Sagittarius so she kind of like has moments where she's like I just want attention and she like stomps her feet like she's a little toddler and it's funny because like her and Reagan are both really short so they're like the shortest of my friends I think and uh Olivia kind of stomps her feet like a little toddler and it's funny because she looks like a little toddler. She'll probably hate me for saying that, but I love Olivia because she, I don't know, she has something about her that I just respect and I love and she just, I, I could just like hold her and like that would be it. Um, That sounds so weird, but it's true. And her, her image or like her pic- profile picture or whatever on my phone is a picture of a hamster holding up a peace sign with like a teardrop and a little broken heart emoji. So if that doesn't describe Olivia like in every way she performed, then I don't know what does because she definitely struggles at times and she's on the struggle bus with all of us. But as we all say, it is what it is. So it's fine. So that's Olivia. Um, I think I'm pretty, I thought it was like five. So there was Abby, Claire, no, yeah, Abby, Claire, Mary, Reagan, Olivia. Okay, there's like two more that I think I'll mention. And that's uh, Allie and Emily. So Allie is my bitch. She's my main bitch right now. And I talk to her all the time, especially during quarantine. We, like Olivia, like we didn't really like talk or get along. Like, I mean, we had no problem. Like we were fine. Just like Olivia, like we just kind of worked in parallel like we didn't like really like collide our worlds until further down the line which is totally fine and normal and there was nothing like wrong but um Allie and I kind of became close like right after Olivia and I became close which kind of sparked that love triangle whatever that that issue where we were like okay so am I friends with Olivia or am I friends with Allie because Allie and Olivia never really I don't know it was weird so but Anyway, I, Allie is my go-to because I feel like she thinks like me in the way that, like, we just both overthink, like, every aspect of our lives and it's just, like, the stupidest thing. Like, we can go from, like, super confident and, like, super extroverted and then, like, we're just, like, in our own heads and then we just, like, kind of think ourselves into this hole of, like, despair and, like, it's bad, um... And, like, sometimes it's not for the best. Like, sometimes we'll talk to each other for hours on end and then we'll just kind of put ourselves in this really down place. And other times we're talking to ourselves or, like, we're talking to one another and we put ourselves, like, in, like, the highest 
form of like ever, like anything ever like we're good we're fine we're all good like I don't even know we're like we're putting ourselves on this pedestal that doesn't even like need to be there so but there's also times and Olivia can attest to this too where I will be talking to Allie and I'll be like you know damn I feel ugly today or like whatever and then I'm she's like what do you mean why and like she'll like hype me up and I'll be like because my skin sucks like my skin is like all broken out like whatever and she's like, yeah, my skin's, like, clear, so I don't get that. I'm like, Allie, shut the fuck up. Like, you don't get it. And she's just like, what? I'm like, you conceited little bitch. Like, she just kind of, uh, I'm like, you don't even get, she's like, I know. She's like, I, she's like, not humble, but she's also not self-absorbed either. Or, like, she doesn't, like, get conceited or cocky like it's like a mix of the two like it's never just one thing like she definitely has insecurities but she doesn't realize how great she is as a person and she's funny as hell which she knows that and she doesn't you know shame herself on that so she's funny as hell and you know we love to see it too Reagan's funny as hell a lot of my friends are funny as hell in the time like or in the moment so it is what it is so Allie is a definite go-to as well I love Allie um, she has other great qualities about her. Like she's like my workout buddy. Um, I've never had someone that would like actually like work out with me until Allie was like, you know, I actually need to start going to the gym, blah, blah, blah. With all this quarantine crap that like kind of hit, we were kind of slacking, but, um, yeah, I'm, she's like the one person like recently, especially that was like, yeah, I'll go to the gym with you. And like, that's where our friendship kind of really blossomed because we actually like kind of were making ourselves like accountable people so yeah Allie's a definite go-to as well and the last person I'll mention is Emily Emily I met at the restaurant that I work at and that's like a like a side part-time gig that I do like I'm a server there I started off as a hostess and Emily I was there for about a year and then Emily came into the picture and she started as a hostess and recently she started serving but with quarantine never mind so Emily I met and I she's one of those people where and even Olivia when she met her she was like oh like you know she she that one girl that just kind of seems like she's a bitch like whatever and she didn't say that but that's like definitely the vibe that you get when you see Emily and I even told this to Emily the other day I was like that like people like don't think of you of like as a person that's super humble and shy and just doesn't you know isn't cocky, doesn't talk about herself like she's better than or put herself on this pedestal. Like, Emily is very humble. And I think that's rare to come by for pretty people. So Emily is just, like, very, like, pretty when you meet her. And she kind of seems like she would be, like, that conceited bitch. But she's not. And I love that about her. And Emily definitely, like, is my go-to for going out. Um, So if I want to go out to our favorite bar or our favorite club or whatever, or like we want to go out for the night and just like go grab a drink or something. Like Emily is my go-to. I call her up. I'm like, let's go. And, um, she, I don't know. She's like a different person to me. She just like, I think I find interest in people that aren't what they seem to be to other people. Like, you know, some people can look at my friends and judge them based off of what they look like. But once I get to know them and like what they're about, I'm like, dang, you are nothing like what I thought you were going to be. I think those are the kind of people that I kind of cling to as well. Or just people that don't seem to be like 
to be a bitch. Like, if you look like a bitch, you're not a bitch. You're actually, like, the chillest person on earth. Or if you look like you're, you know, a quiet, introverted person, psych, you are actually the most extroverted person I know. And you scare me sometimes on, like, how wild you're willing to be. Like, that kind of stuff, like, really intrigues me. So, with all my friends, I feel like I definitely have that side to them as well. And all my friends, I think there's something different that I go to for all of my friends. Like I said, like Abby is my adult friend that I go to about any adults, like anything, conversation, insight, whatever. I talk to her about any adulting thing. And Claire is my person I go to for like all of my, like, if I want to act like a stupid kid for a day, I'm going to go with her and just like, you know, go to concerts, go to shows and just like go ape shit, whatever. I don't even care. Reagan's my shame-free friend, and I love it. Olivia kind of keeps me, like, on, on the DL, but also she just, she has something different about her that I love. And same with Mary. Mary is just, like, a very special gifted person that I don't really think that anyone kind of sees that special gift in. Allie is also the same way as, like, Olivia, too. Like, there's just something about them that I love, and they can just, like, be, like, anything. They, like, kind of form, like, fit form whatever or like shapeshift into like whatever they need to be in that moment in the day um and it's it's nice it's refreshing to have people like that that aren't just constantly like one monotone being and then also with Emily she can kind of shapeshift too and just like kind of become this person that's not like everybody else and I like that about my friends my friends mean a lot to me and I mean I'll try to get them to come on to the podcast and have conversations with them especially like insightful ones not just like random conversations maybe I will maybe I'll have just like random conversations with them too but I don't know let me know if you guys have any questions or feedback you can always email realthingspodcast at gmail.com that is in the bio and have a great day and I'll see you next time